listen to subscribe to the table of truth on itunes spotify stitcher and google podcasts Welcome, everybody, to Blurred Lines. It's your man, Cam. With me, as always, is... The man known as Officer Vogler, a.k.a. the one that can bench 80 midgets. <laughs> as well as... This is Big Josh, a.k.a. the Black Professor X, complete with the ball, with the with the baldy. I'll, I'll clean that and, up. <laughs> and bringing it up to the rear. And this is... D'Angelo, a.k.a. The Professor, a.k.a. The Most Diabolical, a.k.a. The Evil Genius. I really got to get me some AKAs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if this uh, The Rock's first bomb, like official bomb. Well, he's probably his first as a lead. You know, oh, mm-hmm. think about yeah. the, other, the other films that... The first to do that much, that's where he's the lead. I mean, there's been movies where he's the lead, but I don't think there's been one on this level yet where he's the primary lead star of the, of the film. He's usually yeah, an ensemble. Nah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. The ones that have um, been ensemble. So you guys are just joining us. We're taking a, uh, taking a little crack at uh, Black Adam. Only Josh has seen it out of the four of us. But we've all, you know, heard the rumors. We saw, you know, saw the cutscenes. That's on YouTube. You could go Google it yourself. Um, but um, Josh, I wanted to ask to you, you know, uh, a little bit earlier, saying, you know, is Black Adam like worth watching? And um, I will toss that to you, my friend. Um, I won't say yes in definitively. I'll say sure. <laughs> Casual <laughs> sure. Not a not a hell yeah, not a yes, but uh yeah, sure. When you get around to it, yeah. Mm, it it, mm. it is entertaining. So it's not a it's not it's not a no. But yeah, it was it was fun. It was, it was a fun movie. And for one, it's a DC movie that didn't try to do more than it was supposed to. Okay. See that's the that's to me, that makes the most sense. I would say, um, what was the uh, what was the non- Can I oh. add something to that? Go ahead. Define that phrase because I hear that a lot. It didn't mm. do. It didn't do more than what it was expected to do. Define that in terms of DC. So, movie. so well, I would say less for a DC movie, more for this particular movie. It was. Okay. It didn't try to punch above its weight, right? It wasn't for for the type of script and the 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 way the narrative played out mm-hmm. and for the it was clearly it was clearly not trying to be a high concept movie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't trying to be a uh, it wasn't trying to be it wasn't trying to be like a Marvel movie clone. It was yeah. more early two thousands action flick with set of circumstances that places person in situation and explosions happen. Straightforward like, genre that, feature. Yes, very much so. genre feature. Okay. Straightforward. Okay. And so okay. in that well, way... I think that's worth being said, because a lot of these stretch the genre a little bit. But if it's yes. a straightforward genre feature, yeah, that... Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that's, pure popcorn. That makes sense with it. Okay. Yeah, yeah that right. makes sense. It's pure popcorn. Yeah. It's pure popcorn and raw dog action mm. with a loosely with a loosely defined script that does the job 
for that type of movie. It it doesn't, you know, again, it doesn't punch above its weight. It knows what it is and it doesn't try to be anything else. Mm-hmm. That sounds like uh, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I was just gonna say, say it had the same same vibe because like that's what I got from Suicide Squad. That I was like, it wasn't trying to do anything else. It just wanted to you know tell a, a pretty solid, straightforward story. Get you some good action. Get some good laughs. Just show that they could not fear. They could actually make a DC movie without fucking it up. And that was it. Like I didn't really have too much expectations, but then when I watched it, I was like, oh, you guys are kind of really trying to be right here and just trying to get the finish line. Yeah, the Suicide Squad, and not to take it too far, but I do think there's a comparison there because you have those DC films that that do just the right thing and they work. I think circumstances different. Black Adam probably would have made a lot more money than it than it's garnering right mm-hmm. now. I think this this is one of those the opposite of the stars aligning just perfectly. This time they scattered because otherwise I think that movie would have made quite a bit because. You know, the thing the Suicide Squad did in this with that cameo that we'll talk about eventually that they did was acknowledge, try to acknowledge some of the better finer points of the DCEU without scrapping it all together. Like Viola Davis as Waller and um, um, what's her name as Harley Quinn, um, Margot Robbie Robbie. as, as Harley Quinn. Like that's in a way it acknowledged, okay, these are the things that we want to hold on to because they are kind of working. And then here's another way that we can move forward with this thing in the same way with um, bringing Henry Cavill back, surprise, Um, as Superman. I think they, they do the same thing there where it's like, okay, we can still bring in things from that clusterfuck of a so-called cinematic universe but the best parts and we don't have to be all well this is how they got here similar to what marvel's doing with all of their in the fox and you know bringing in everybody that wasn't previously a part of the the disney um entourage or the you know from sony and fox yeah that's actually and then i would say with you know how black adam's doing in the box office and like how the reception is then you know about a month ago we had uh the formation of the now it's what's called just the dcu now that's what it's officially called you Uh, know i I really don't know probably the dc yeah i think it's like dcu but they gave uh two co-ceos one being uh the aforementioned director of the suicide squad james gunn which I thought was a pretty interesting move and also kind of smart just because he actually wants to be there. He has fun with the characters and I'm, I'm curious to see what he can do. I'm not really going to put the, the whole, he's going to be the DC Feige type situation, but I think he has some uh, wiggle room to, to, to shake things up again, at least, and at least get them to have some kind of coherent, uh, coherent stories overall. Yeah, um, that's the biggest problem is the, the entire thing lacks coherency. Yeah, exactly. And so I think he might be able to bring that. The other good thing that happened was, you know, recently, probably within the last week, he, uh, you know, kind of came back to, you know, after he's been announced, it's kind of a good thing. Um, he he uh, posted up on Twitter and basically was kind of like, hey, uh, you know, I just came out of my hole just to like see what's going on in the world. Got a lot of uh, tweets about, you know, you know, a, a lot of fans' uh, suggestions, <laughs> and uh, just I just wanted to let you guys know we hear you, uh, and that's th- thanks. And then keep kept it moving. 
Yeah, he's like, we hear you, but rest, but understand we're moving on. We're moving yeah. forward, not backwards. All that stuff. If you think you got away with that whole pressure in the studio, the uh, WB to to pay for mediocrity again, then you're not going to, it's not coming, you know, like that. He has to move on and we are too. Yeah, 100%. He that was moved on yet. But it's interesting. <laughs> that, um, yeah. It is interesting that um, how, how all of that came about, uh, you know, between uh, Disney cutting him loose and then um, and then bringing him back and then coming to find out the behind the scenes stuff like, you know, Kevin Feige pretty much throwing a fit once he got once the uh, gun got fired and basically flew into Disney HQ and was like, what are you doing? Yep. <laughs> what are you doing? And then, yep. you know, Alan Horn, I think misreading <clears throat> misreading the uh misreading the tea leaves on people's reactions to the discovery that James Gunn like people in their younger days probably said and did stupid things on social media that were probably regrettable and probably needed to take them down you know <clears throat> and that that's not new and that's certainly not a fireable offense and more importantly you fell prey to a republican numbskull who set all of this in motion by digging up old tweets on james gunn and, and, it, you know, and it really did it really did blow up a lot of shit because um i was actually there working at marvel at that time and right. it was a complete shit show like it messed up a lot it did, and i knew it came from the very tippity top because there was no warning for anyone and so everybody was scrambling to figure out you know what we're going to say on social how we're going to address it this is not like it was not handled in any type of smart way at all it was literally on some mm. someone from the tippy top was like yo he's fired and then we had to all figure it out and um that's that's why when i saw that i was like man this is not going to end well because you guys are just going to get him bring him back anyways and exactly what they did but he got to, you know slide in real quick get some money for uh from dc and then you know and to his credit because he had he was going to be the showrunner for this Marvel uh, Phase Four, and um, mm-hmm. the preliminary notes that had already that just from the stuff that we had seen, it was all it was mostly supposed to be cosmic, cosmic based. Like that was just kind of his whole plan. Um, and then um, you know this is pre COVID, this is pre all that stuff. But his the rough notes were basically like it was going to be centered around um, you know Guardians Three was going to be like his swan song in terms of like directing, but then it was taking the motion to do more cosmic stuff. So. All it said was this cosmic, so we could just guess what that is, but that just opens the door up for a lot of different things. So just that haphazardness that Marvel, di- uh, Marvel Disney did that, props to Gun to freaking taking that opportunity and rolling with it, and now being in a probably a way better situation now. Yeah, and I mean, it, what's ill is the thing with him being positioned, finding out later after the fact that he was being positioned for the cosmic thing, I heard that before you told me. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I heard it from outside and then hearing it from inside was just like, like I remember asking you, like, yo, was he going to, and you like, yo, how do you even know that? But more importantly, yes, to, to answer your question. And it, so it's just wild that they screwed the pooch like that. Could you imagine what this dude was going to do? Like, a lot of fun. And, and as much as they're on some, you know, DC is, you know, there, there's no competition between us and DC. DC is about to, it, it just caught the major come up. It's going to be more organized. It's going to be better. The product that they put out is going to be better now. So you yeah. just gave yourself competition. 
and probably the worst, and I mean worst by best, the worst possible competition you could ask for. Like now, now it's a race. It's yeah, gonna be a race. And, and so now, now we're we're recording. Isn't that right premature now. to say that though? I mean, he, there hasn't been no, enough indication. Done, to say, there hasn't been enough. There hasn't <laughs> been enough indication to suggest that the turn the tide has turned, even oh, with no. Marvel's most recent mediocre outputs of mediocrity which again <laughs> I, i've said it before the only thing they recently put out that i've actually enjoyed has been um what did i say oh spider-man no way home but i get what you're right. saying there's reason to be excited for it yeah yet, for sure i, I think mm-hmm. that's the big i think that's the bigger thing i think right yeah. now for people that are very big fans of like the dc people the, all mm-hmm. the all the he he who should not be named uh fans as well i think this gives them some a little bit of battery in their in their backs to kind of do stuff um i think also now you know we're recording this before black panther's dropping and uh, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever, blah, blah, blah. We'll do a whole situation. We'll go watch it, chime in on that on our own. But to Dee's point, you know, Marvel has been kind of jogging in place in the last year and a half or so in terms of their movies, kind of phoning it in. Not horrible, not super dope, just kind of in that little middle middle ground. Like, you know, depending on where you're where you lie, you might like one more than the other. But in general, it's been pretty much, you know, kind of just... The word you're searching for is mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> or as the as the kids say, that's our word mid. of every day. Mid. Uh, Don't be mediocre. Hey, Josh, let me circle back to something we said offline. Um, yes. Two things. Um, one, let me start off by saying that I think DC with the last few flicks um knows what they are and they're not trying to go to marvel way with giving you a hip, a whole intro to the character they're just dropping characters names like you know these characters they've been mm-hmm. established i think that's a good thing mm-hmm. um the black adam bringing reoccurring characters from or salvaging characters from franchises that had some type of like something there even though it maybe wasn't a complete movie to mm-hmm. move forward and push a better overall like product for DC mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. DCU or whatever they want to call it. Um, I think going forward, I think they know what they're doing. I think they've, I'm assuming they've kind of learned from their mistakes, trying to be a carbon copy of Marvel. They can't do it that way. Yeah. Um, and they have some really good characters, Peacemaker, like, those are strong characters, in my opinion. I, I watched Peacemaker; it was really good. Sh- it was entertaining. It was my, it was wildly entertaining. Um, I do like some of the Suicide Squads, the Amanda Waller's. Um, I heard about the big reveal at uh, from Black Adam, um, and I think going forward, I think that's a good thing. Obviously, I'm a big fan of the animation; they can do no wrong. But <clears throat> with their whole live action, I think going forward, I'm under the assumption that we're going to see better projects or just better work in compare we can have a fair comparison to marvel um i want to revisit black adam and like i'm i've been hearing some buzz on it um you being the one of the four to watch it i've been hearing it's not bad um and mm-hmm. my question earlier was if the the dcu makes better movies, quality movies, where people are like, yo, go check out this flick, go check out that. 
and kind of reminisce like yo that black adam i heard it was actually kind of decent maybe i need to go re-watch that or watch that if i haven't seen it like myself and maybe there might be something that will people revisit it and like d you said there's already a cult following for it that mm-hmm. may give it some life some long lasting life because right now based on the numbers it's probably it's more than likely going to be a flop you got black panther coming out but will it be one of those things that we look back and was like yeah it didn't start off great but then over time because it's not a bad movie mm. within the, the realm of the dcu that mm. we can go back it's like, yeah, it was actually solid it was what it was you know it's, it's it's the rock we got what we want it wasn't as bad as the other stuff before black adam and, mm-hmm. and James but it does not hurt the overall art do you think black adam will be that type of movie where we where if people didn't watch it and they watch these other movies they can go back and be like you know let me go check this black adam maybe they got something there you know do you if think you haven't seen it movie? yes okay. to answer the question yeah i, I think mm-hmm. uh if you haven't seen it then yes people who haven't seen it will double back and be like all right well, let me go let me go see what's good um mm-hmm. i am a serial repeat movie watcher uh i can't tell you how many times d has called me and doing and I'll be like, yo, I got blah 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 on TNT. <laughs> um, I will rewatch one of the Star Wars films, not the better ones either. Yes. Oh so, yeah. Um, and and uh, don't give away all the secrets, D. Um, it's uh, but yeah, it, I, I mean, would I watch it again? Sure. Would I go out and like buy it? Probably not. Um, I'll wait for it to come on like HBO or whatever. Um, but I don't feel like I need to own it. Um, and I own several movies. Uh, I own, I own quite a few movies. I mean, I even downplay it. Um, so yeah, I think with, with people who haven't seen it circle back and be like, well, you know, if let's say, I don't know, four DC movies down the line, let's just pie in the sky and say three of the four movies are successful, which would be a hell of a, an improvement. Um, and then people go, okay, well, I've seen this fourth movie. Let me double back and see where it started to get good again, and go black mm-hmm. and go watch Black Adam. I can see yeah. if you haven't you know seen, seen that. I was gonna say the reason I say that is because I'm doing that currently with Ant Man. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Ant Man. Yeah. I missed Ant Man. Right. That's, That's a great example. Yeah. And seeing the latest trailer, there are different movies. The one with uh, Kane. It's a totally different. The vibe I'm getting is going to be totally different from the other two, but. Mm-hmm. I keep hearing Ant Man was actually solid. Oh yeah, Ant Man was dude. Ant uh, Man also yeah. performed though. Ant Man performed at box yeah. office. It wasn't. Yeah. There was no question that that film was an un un better box office smash hit. Even I will say it this was, I had no intention of watching Ant Man. I wasn't interested in the character. So for me, right. regardless of what the box office says, like I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this because I'm not interested in the character. But then I see him on screen in the other movie. I was like, he's got some. Obviously, I knew the actor. He's got charisma. But I'm also hearing from the audience, it's like, yo, it's actually a pretty solid movie. Go check it out. I was like, all right, cool. So no, I, yeah, I understand that. I just yeah. meant where when you compare the two, Black Adam to to um, Ant Man. Ant Man didn't have those problems, the critical Fair. problems, or the um, 
or the box office. But I understand in terms of the audience, there was a tempered response to it. They're like comic book fans and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think, it was um, definitely um, it was definitely one of those ones where Marvel was sticking their neck out a little bit to see if they could pick up because they were trying to. They're basically trying the the Guardians of the Galaxy method, right? Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. came out. Ain't nobody know who Guardians of the Galaxy, who what they were, who what what they knew. You were the only know. person who knew yep. God, who Guardian. The only person that I knew. Who knew who Guardians of the Galaxy were? I don't know. And who so they were. exactly, so they did that to test to test the waters to be like, all right, look, can we take a bunch of random characters and make you guys care? Apparently, they could. And then when Ant Man came, I was like, hmm, this is gonna be interesting because he's not really a fan favorite in terms of like popularity in terms of the books, but he's not like not not known. But then you get Paul Rudd, who adds that extra like people really like Paul Rudd, so. Yeah. It had a nice mix of like this could be a good movie, and then it turned out to be a really solid flick, critically uh, on on the box office, but also on the fans. Like fans really enjoyed it; they really took to Paul Rudd, and he kind of be kind of became a, a fan favorite. Yeah. What was what one thing was I was saying about DC versus? Yeah, I was just gonna say really quick. One thing I'll say that I've noticed about these more successful DC films is it's not it's about the characters. It's not about the plot and that's the difference that that's the line that they're drawing with between them and marvel with marvel you cannot just drop in on any part of fate of any phase otherwise you're going to be lost on some things at first that wasn't the case where we are where are we now phase four it is full tilt the case you cannot be a passive viewer plot wise of this Mm -hmm. of this story now the characters develop over time too but however they're not as they're secondary to the overarching narrative that they're trying to tell. Yeah. DC, however, and we saw it with um, first with the Suicide Squad when when again Amanda Wallace shows up. There's no reference to what happened in that previous Suicide Squad except for what happened with the characters that we know. Harley Quinn was previously a member. There were other members that aren't there now, but of course they it's because they either got killed or Waller doesn't want to use them anymore. Same with Black Adam. We got new characters, but who shows up at the end? Henry Cavill as Superman. Does he mention that he fought Batman or that, you know, he died or, uh, you know, Darkseid is out there? No, he says we need to talk because it's about the, it's about Adam and who he is and about the person that stands as the, as the, Okay, Adam, when you get out of control, <laughs> this here's the guy that you're gonna have to deal with. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so that is, I hope that that's where they're gonna continue because they're showing that they could literally, like you said earlier, Cam, they could drop these characters anywhere. But we know who Violet, or I keep saying Violet, who Amanda Waller is. We know which that she runs Task Force is. So when she shows up, that's the reference that we got. We don't need the whole plot of either of the two films. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I definitely. think that's a strength for them, and I hope they chase that. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a, that's a good way to look at it. And then I think also, um, you know, they're starting to, as this, Black Adam's coming out, like you said, everything else, um, switching gears more into, like, the TV realm, We've been seeing a lot of cancellations and a lot of just like cleaning house, basically, because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, CW just got their um, their their you know buyout or I read up on it actually. So uh, both C and W still own part of the CW, but only like 13 percent or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then a new media company that actually owns uh, Cooking Channel and Food Network, they came in and have them the controlling stake now. 
Mm. So they actually, you know, they cut all the DC shows, all that stuff done. You know, all, everything's getting sunsetted. I think, you know, basically everything's in their in their last season, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Flash, Supergirl, all that kind of stuff. Except for Did the Titans. going to be going forward? Uh, not that I've read yet. Um, even Titans, actually, too. I think, you know, that's starting its new season. They haven't really said anything about, like, what's in store for them. That they haven't said. It hasn't been officially cut. hasn't been pretty much anything. It's pretty much Titans just started, and then it kind of keeps going. Um, Titans is probably adding to going. that, uh, Zaz, uh, David Zaslav had mentioned, and in, in it's, it's in public um, – because they had the the invest the investor call or whatever it's it was he made statements about it it's on record but um he had talked about and obviously speaking vaguely that they're going to focus on brands that are known and to the widely known or whatever so that that gave me the idea and with this I, him bringing superman back and all that the titans likely won't go away anytime soon because mm-hmm. of the fact that the main character uh, is a white male, and and they focus in almost entirely on Dick Grayson, uh, Nightwing, and then what I saw in this in this new two episodes, now they're sort of pushing um, Connell um, Connor Kent into that role. So mm-hmm. you, you see where they're trying to go. It's it's they're trying to go back to having Batman and Superman and all and these characters who have been sort of their go to as being the the guys but we'll see if 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 that's like the thing that holds or if it becomes just kind of the bait that pulls people back into it and that would make sense you would revert to the characters that people know to build goodwill because i think despite the the people who are sort of the anti-intellectual aspect of of, of the dc fan base the other uh, ones who have seen this crap and looked at it like this is crap, you know. No matter what, how much money it makes, it's crap. You know, again, they might come back. Henry Cavill as Superman. I liked Henry Cavill as Superman. I didn't like Damn. the way his Superman was written. Yep. But if mm-hmm. there's any single person actor on this planet who is Superman, the embodiment of Superman, it's that dude. Yep. And yep. he's enthusiastic about the the role. So, so yes, he should have the role. Yep. Exactly. I think that's that. That's kind of like that. And I think, you know, going back to like focusing on the characters, not not really worrying about the overall huge, you know, trying to fit everything together like a regular comic book where Marvel's pretty much perfected that like DC can actually do that. Now, focusing on characters in TV realm, um, Ander for uh, Star Wars has been getting a lot of buzz from <laughs> it's one of those ones where it's getting no buzz and a lot of buzz at the same time. Hmm. Like, the people that are into Star Wars are like, yo, this is really good. It's character driven. There's no lightsabers. It's they're not on a fucking desert. Like it's actually worth watching. And then Hold on. when you say desert, we mean Tatooine. <laughs> Tatooine. Sorry. That is correct. There is no <laughs> reference. There's there's no reference to Tatooine. They do not yep. visit Tatooine. Nobody's been to Tatooine. <laughs> no. Nobody's sand covered. Wait, no, no, there no, 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 sand now. So hey, there is I, not even we, one grain of sand. No grain of not one grain of sand has been harmed in the making of that series. Can we actually say they're actually exploring the fucking galaxy? Whoa! You yeah, know I would say I could play that in the in the galaxy far, far away. You mean there's, there's, <laughs> I'm comfortable you mean saying that a galaxy encompasses I don't know 
millions of stars, about <laughs> half of those might be livable. I mean, in, in all of that, there's only a few people in a few desert planets. I, you know, hey, here's another idea. They recognize the, the, the guy they're trying to catch when they've shaven and they have a poster <laughs> of like Obi-Wan who looked the same for God knows when and couldn't recognize him if you walked in front of him. That is a good point. <laughs> so uh, They even make a reference to it. They're like, he may have shaven. <laughs> the same response that Rogue One gets. Like To me, yeah. Rogue One is the best Star Wars film of the Disney era, period. True. Yes. But Thanks. people will argue you up and down that, oh, no, 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 you got to take what? a look again at this. No, there's what? only one film people that argue actually... That? There's only one film that was actually a good film, top to bottom, in that whole stretch of films made, and that was Rogue One. Yeah. Now the only re- well, hold on, Josh. The only thing I'm gonna fight back with you on is Cassie and Andor's character development through Rogue One was mad confusing. I couldn't tell if he was a villain or a hero, and I don't know what was the reason behind the writing of who he was supposed to be. That was my only gripe. Like I mean, I, I kind of, I, mean, I, I was okay with him as a it, rebel. Was, it was, I, I, it was deliberately ambiguous. Like mm-hmm. you know, he, 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 he was supposed, he was supposed to be, he was supposed to be struggling with the fact mm-hmm. that he's that he has to do terrible things in, in, in service to the rebellion, which was a theme throughout the film. You had it with with Galen Erso with him creating the the Death Star, you know, and I, I didn't. For me, I get that sense now after watching Andor. When I first watched Rogue One, I was kind of confused. So now that we have more of a backstory, for me, this is me personally, we have more of a backstory, I can understand the direction of how he is in in Rogue One, but it could be good or bad because to me, I don't want to say it's poor writing, I just say the writing was not ideal, and they found a cop-out by giving him some type of backstory in Andor to justify what I saw in Rogue One. That's fine. Oh, no, I saw it, I saw it bright as day in, in Rogue One. I didn't see that. I just thought his character was a little comp. It wasn't even complex. I was like, what, what, is he is he a hero? Is he a villain? Because I never knew who Andor was. He just popped he's up. A, he's a, he's and, a and, and I just couldn't figure it out. And then I was like, okay, he's a hero at the end of the day. But yeah. during the beginning and middle of that movie, I was kind of confused. Like what is he trying to be? However, we're supposed to, so, you, I, I think mission accomplished because yeah. you know, as you see, he's doing all kind of dirty, but doing dirty for, for the rebellion. He's stealing money, you know, he's doing heists, he's killing dudes, you yes. know, and that sort of reinforces his whole speech when you first when they when when they uh when they introduce his character, you know, he talks about I've done all kinds of craziness. In service of the rebellion, I've killed people, I've stolen, I've done this, I've done that, like all to get it. So, uh, to be know, fair, he, when, um, when he when he gives um what's her face um uh, uh, Galen Erso's daughter that whole speech about you don't know me, you don't know what I've done in service to the rebellion. To me, that sort of set the stage for that in the movie. At least in my mind, it set the stage in the movie that. He's he's one of those people that's done dirt for a good cause. Well, he had also killed a man just in that very first scene he was in. Oh, um, right. In yeah, fact, yeah. he killed mm-hmm. his own. He shot his own comrade in order to be able to get away um, from uh, 
from the approaching um stormtroopers. Storm so yeah. Um, but to to be fair, they did a lot of reshoots for Rogue One. So mm. that could have you could have been picking up, you probably were That's picking, picking up, up on that in terms of that inconsistency. So I won't say it's not there. I would just say that I didn't even after seeing it with the reshoots, I didn't cast any kind of I didn't have that experience that you had. But yeah. I'm not saying yes, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of, it would kind of threw me off. Um, I lost my train of thought, Andrew, but I will agree with D. This is, I have to go revisit the original three, but it, to me, Andor is up, is like probably tops. It's a war movie. Uh, there's no happy ending. I love that type of ending, like, I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Pantheon or all the Star Wars movies, this ranks up there. And then I put a few TV, like I put Mando around that top five, 10 area. But I like the animation. The Star Wars animation is better than the movies. Because yeah, I was about to ask about that. So the next one, the next one is, um, what's going on right now? Is Tales of the Jedi just started? Mm-hmm. Tales of the Jedi is interesting, but I think like that Battle, right? and Rebels is probably yeah. behind uh, uh, Rogue One as far as like yeah. a good story. <laughs> Yeah, yes. yeah, now Rebels as a whole, I would say, beats out uh Clone Wars just because of the as a whole. Clone Wars takes just about two seasons, the first, to get going. Three, the first three, four seasons of Clone Wars yeah. is just a mess, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, I think um, I'm curious to see it because I know um, the Bad Batch gets their they're getting their next season, which was dope already. I already saw that Andor's mm-hmm. starting this film uh season two at the beginning of next year already, so they are they on it. Month. Uh, oh, next month, actually. Um, and then um, I had to double check. So the Acolyte, which is going to be the other series later on, is actually going to be start, uh, set in High Republic, which is 100 years before Phantom Menace. So it's not going to have ventures. But that's, yes. again, as to D'Angelo's point, a big galaxy of people that's not named Skywalker. Can we, yes. and, we, and so the more we, the more I see non-Skywalker, the, the more ha- the happier I am. Yeah, and yes. different time periods, but they, yeah. you know, now they're Disney is going to be making all kind of stuff in that higher in that set during that higher public state oh, easily because easily. that's I'm something that, that. that they're developing that they're cre- they have started to to I create. Agree. It's not the old Republic. It's yeah. not the stories that they scrapped from Legend. It's all this new shit that they put in here that is Disney proof. So yep. you know, we'll see how it shakes out. It could be good. It could be bad. But I haven't read any of those. High Republic novels. I don't intend to because that's corporate novel uh, storytelling. But yeah, um, you know, we'll see how they build it. Anything that gets us, like you just pointed out, out of the Skywalker era, uh, and I mean at least centuries out that era is, is welcome <laughs> for me. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, now, I, I personally am boycotting. I personally am boycotting. I will not read. I will not read a single book outside of the air quotes legends canon. I refuse. If they want to like Knights of the Old Republic and talk about Darth Raven and all, like I'm, I'm game. You know that, yes. But in terms of reverend or lame, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's the, all yeah. the old republic. So you know, again, it yeah. goes back to where we know there are far more interesting characters, stories that bring nuance and make it feel like a galaxy far far away i mean we're talking about 
characters that use actual magic and sorcery that exist in in the Star Wars who are at times more powerful than Sith Lords and Jedi's themselves. So, you know, it's it's fascinating. Then you got Dr. Afra. Well, I mean, she's post Skywalker. She is pre Skywalker. But she's but in the she's not in the, that uh, far pre Skywalker. Though, yeah, right? it's kind of like in the it's in the Mando range. Yeah, pre No Hope. Pre right? No Hope. Yeah, pre-no-hope. she's yeah. pre No Hope. So she's like in the Mando range, if anything. Wait, but but closer okay. to, to Luke to, to New Hope. But still, the Galactic Empire has existed in her time, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah That's yeah. all so Skywalker. She, yeah, era. yeah. I, yeah. Skywalker so, era is from is from. The Republic, when Senator, when it was Senator Palpatine, yeah, <laughs> who meets yeah, yeah. young Anakin yeah. Skywalker, to, yep, all the way to after to the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, which yeah, all yeah. The so she would be before that. Yeah, so, so she'd be in the um, she'd be in that Mando uh, like time frame. Actually, no, because Mando's right after uh, no, Mando Jedi, is right? post Return of the Jedi, but okay, it's still so, yeah. Skywalker era. Yeah, so it's still it's still Skywalker era. So she would be actually pre new hope now i think about it because she's working with vader in yes. that whole situation and yeah. and dr afro is a great character like like basically a evil uh indiana jones <laughs> with with killer droids and it's from there it just gets funnier and pretty hilarious because she is an actual like she's basically a villain but does good things once every like 10 issues so <laughs> But, but it's still I mean, more of an Indian's take yeah. in, the, in the corner of the galaxy, even if it is set during that large slice of the Skywalker era. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that I think the Dr. Afra character has been fun just because um, it she, she, her character starts with Vader. Vader hires her to go get some something, 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 gets it as typical Vader son. Okay, you did your job. I'm about to kill you, and then I'm going to keep you moving. She fakes <laughs> her death, and then she kind of goes off on her own thing. So the overarching thing is she just was, doesn't want to get caught by Vader, but then she's off doing her own thing through it in a galaxy far, far away. And that's part of the reason why the, the story and the character make has more fun because you really don't get to touch anything Vader for a long time, maybe a little tips here and there, but in general, it's a, it's a bunch of new people, new things. That's where the, um, the quote unquote black Wookiee comes from is Dr. Afros. That's one of her bounty hunter peoples. Um, and so you see a lot of that kind of stuff, but yeah, to your point, I think if they can kind of just get out of the Skywalker era and just have fun and just, you know, give us new stories with, you know, like you said, uh, space wizards and, <laughs> and all that, like, yo, just go ham, have fun. Just, just, you know, even, um, um, even if I'm cool with you, Jedi Knights and all that. that. Sorry. Good. I was going to say really quick, if they want to do something new, they could even explore the area where Thrawn comes from, because that's mm-hmm. something that no writer has really mm-hmm. gone into or tried to explore in the, in the uh, Star Wars mythology. So there's plenty to do, which is frustrating because you have such a large sandbox, so big that you when you step in it, you can't see nothing on either side of so much sand. Like, you 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 know, it's it's... It's a world that just continues to. It's like the gremlins when you throw water on them. Like it just <laughs> just keeps popping up new types of stories. Some of them good, some of them bad, some of them goofy as fuck. But they they all there. Yeah, now, I mean, I'm oh, cool. Oh, I'm cool with with Jedi with with Jedi Knights. I I actually prefer it. But 
just not Skywalker. It's really, it's really simple. Skywalkers don't have to be the central, uh, the central theme or the central characters in, in the in, in the narrative, which is why I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, the. I mean, it's the High Republic. I have a I have a soft spot for the High Republic <laughs> stories, so I'm hoping that they do them justice. If they're not gonna sort of keep, if they're not gonna uh, plunder the, the the legends canon for for source material, I'm I'm just hoping that they do it justice because yeah. I do have a soft spot having having read the Darth Bane books in particular. Um, D, D and I both have a very large soft spot for Darth Bane, and in by extension, at least for me speaking for myself, by extension the Old Republic era. So. You know, um, I, I I look forward to it. I'm 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 going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think the acolyte will do well. I'm an Amanda Stenberg fan, so child can do no wrong. Um, yeah. So my hope is that you know, she, she's she's well over up. So Sorry. I'm happy yeah, that she got the role. Hmm? What is the acolyte about? What is that? Nobody knows. I think it's has something to do with with um with with the Sith, but it, it nobody knows because even though the rule of two was established, there were times where other Sith where Sith lords did their own thing and yeah, so apparently abide, abiding to that. So yeah, so like the base synopsis is basically like a former Padawan uh seeks out a master and then they go on a basically go on a road trip. <laughs> so they're not, so, she's not a Sith or, or a yeah. Jedi. It's just a, a Force-sensitive mother sucker who was training. Yep. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that, you know, um, with the Mandela Steinberg as the as the lead, which is pretty dope. And then the Korean dude, I guess, is going to be the Jedi Master guy. So I think it's going to be interesting. I think Carrie Ann Moss has got t- casted as well. So it could be interesting. I think it should be really, really interesting. Multicultural um, pals. Ding! Um... <laughs> Now the other shows that's been getting like so I was looking at shows that got canceled. First, some shows I didn't even know they were still on, which is hilarious. But um, yeah, but um, so Westworld got the axe, just finished up his fourth season. Um, I I know all of us have watched it at some form of it. Some of us dropped off, some of them kept going. I didn't watch the last season. Um, Cam, I think you, you you dropped off at like what season two. Uh, season three, I watched the complete season two, okay. and I just season two didn't throw me off. It's just I forgot. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. happens. You yeah. you well, no, because I I think after season, I, first of all, season one to me was was excellent. I didn't think that it needed to go any further than that. I was hoping that this would be the. I was hoping they would have done what Watchmen did. Stop. Right there, do not do go any further. But they did. And season two was what it was. It was it was okay. It was good. Yeah, but season three lost me a bit when they go into the real world. Maybe because I don't like people as much, so it was I I like the host better. So you know, (laughs) so when they went into season, but no, it was okay. It it more so had the action too much. It felt too Hollywoodish for me, Um, and too far from what they had established. Season four was a return to form in a really good way. Um, They mixed in what the best parts of the first two seasons and 
took what they did that was good in this third season and it came out as something fresh. Um, and I thought, I knew that if this, that this felt like that, this could be the last season. I thought maybe they would get a fifth one, but if that's where they're ending, there have been worse places to end. Uh, yes. a narrative. Dope. Dope. I mean, I, I like when shows at least get to come, complete their story whether that's the yeah. end of the story or whether it goes on but at least they can be get to mm-hmm. a point where like oh this is satisfying it's done yeah, I you know agree. you know that it, and i even even if the show only is like one season or two seasons like they get to finish their story and i think that part yeah. is like the most most important aspect of it um, that's one of the reasons i have a hard time watching stuff like firefly or dollhouse or things that literally were just cut abruptly because mm-hmm. Whatever politics and stuff like that. Finish that story, like that's yeah. that, It's always a, you know, it's like reading a book, and just before the end, <laughs> the last chapter, all the pages are gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, I, it's and that, and that is one of the most frustrating things for pretty much any TV show to get, where like it's either a haphazard uh, last episode or it's literally a cliffhanger, and then you know, twenty years uh, later, remember that one show? <laughs> yeah, it was canceled. Mm-hmm. But uh, remember that they were hanging on the edge and just as they were about to leap off, it cut to black and there was credits. And then we found out over the summer that the show was never, ever, ever coming back. And we were all like, I wonder what happened. Did he jump or did he not? Yep, exactly. Um, and then, so now, like, what are you guys watching now? Because we're all like, I think, you know, Anders just wrapped up. Um yeah, it's kind of it feels like it's a low period. Like we're kind, we're kind I'm catching up on stuff that I've been like most of my animes, I'm kind of catching up on some stuff right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if there's anything else. Like, what are you guys watching right now? Bad vampire movies. <laughs> I, I will one, I, I, I will not let you go further, sir. No, no, please, please. <laughs> no, no. I, I, so so for context, I, I just was I, I'm I like vampire flicks, uh, and I'm always curious to watch good and bad. Um, but that wasn't my intention to search out for a vampire flick. I actually just been scrounging around Netflix and all my other streaming devices, just looking for stuff that I either missed or forgot to watch. Mm. And Dracula Untold was one of those that I oh. and I was like, it looked terrible, but I was bored. And I said, let me just watch it. And it took me. You're the one who brought that up in the chat? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, okay. I, I just, I, overall, what have I been watching stuff that I've missed for the last like five, 10 years, even Disney cartoons, I've been like, or animation I've been revisiting because I just, I missed it. Like I didn't, I didn't watch a few, like I just caught up. I watched Coco, I watched Encanto, nice. you know, just catching up on stuff. So we're in that low period. I'm not watching anything solid. Cause I'm like, damn, when, oh, Sorry. Well, and did Andor didn't end in yet. No. So, no, like, so I'm still watching time. Andor. Okay. And we got like two weeks before Andor is done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching that. Uh, and just watching movie. little one-off movies that I've been missing. So I don't have any show that I can recommend. Like I, you know what? On that know, vampire, <laughs> on that vampire tip, I watched uh, Netflix's uh, Night Teeth, hmm. and that was like kind of a random one-off type thing. Kind of the same. It was like I think it was. Oh, I watched the Jamie Fox. Uh, uh, day shift or whatever and that was like after it and i was like oh i'll just let it play and um i actually liked night teeth a little bit better than the jamie fox joint jamie fox it was popcorny and fun and yeah. you know mm. snoop got to do a little acting quote unquote but you know i think 
for like kind of said for vampire movies there's not really i'm not expecting this you know high art type situation it's more entertaining how od are the vampires how are they gonna look are they glistening or are they super bloody like that kind of thing so (laughs) (laughs) So i got two maybe recommendations for cam since you like vampires tv shows well there is a show called Reginald the Vampire on Sci-Fi. It actually stars uh, J- what's his name, Jacob. Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? The, the guy uh, that played. I gotta look, yeah, I gotta look it up. But yeah, yeah, I watched the pilot of that. Go ahead. Yeah, and by fake Genki, I mean Ned from uh, <laughs> from uh, Spider-Man, the the, two uh, the, home, the home films. But it's um, it's very interesting. I haven't watched it yet. It's it's horror comedy through and through. It's oh, not meant to be taken serious at all, but you might like it. And I also re- been reading really good things about Interview with the Vampire. Apparently, it's yes, more closer to um, Anne Rice's novels and her Wait, world. They got a TV show? Yeah. Yeah, with uh, yeah. Grey Worm from, uh, from uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. On yeah, AMC? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have my attention. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. read it because I was curious. Actually, I think it's finishing up. So you may be at, well, AMC is hard to get, watch their stuff once it's done. But um, I think it's only like eight to nine episodes. And from what I hear, it's it's really good. I you mean, know what I was watching for a minute? Good. I was watching for a minute, I fell off, was The Strain. I oh, that was like a Gail Tordelter. I was really surprised that I didn't I didn't like that. And I didn't even want to read I'm the novels surprised. after I saw that. Yeah, I was trying to get Gale. into it, but I fell off of that. And I was like, I don't know if I want to go back. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, I read. Stupidest type of vampires I ever seen. It, I mean, really? it, the idea, the concept was cool. It would have worked if it had been made to be a little more frightening. Mm-hmm. It was just too much. Um, it was just too campy. I was like, are you serious? You got the best type of concept for a vampire story, and and you can and it's creepy, but it's not creepy enough. So I didn't, I didn't, mm. I didn't. But um, I might give it a shot. It's on Hulu. I might <clears throat> go back and try it again. You know, so I did Guillermo del Toro, and he don't really miss that often. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I true. like I like true. Guillermo del Toro. That's he's one of my favorite filmmakers. Uh, yeah, I would I, say. Right um, now, the only things I'm watching are Andor. Uh, I just started Titans against my better judgment. Um, <laughs> I did watch that. Uh, and, and I just finished Lower Decks, which impossibly keeps getting better every season. If y'all listening and you don't watch Lower Decks, you are not getting your full life. Oh my God, the show is so funny. It's probably one of my favorite shows on TV right now. This yes. Is, is, yes. It's so ridiculous. They did a whole D Space Nine episode, which was just like, yes. what? <laughs> it was I, I like the trailer that they, the promo um, when they when they first arrive and then they cut to the uh, the, the Deep Space Nine uh, yeah. theme song. And it's just the same camera. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But uh, I haven't watched that, it's so don't, don't spoil it. I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch that. I'm in really anticipating looking forward. Yeah, they have a lot episode. of fun. I would say Lower Decks to me is it's first it's it's 100 for star trek fans mm-hmm. but they also like really expand it more where like i would say for this season a lot better on the character element they uh they yes. basically do all the things they basically do all the things that we we hate about uh discovery 
They right. focus on everyone else that's not the main character. They give some layers. They give everybody enough screen time. They give you. They give these characters something to do that's not just asinine. It's actually like a thing that will help their characters. So by the end of it, you learn something new about the character, and it's still fucking funny. Like it's just the yeah. jokes are just all over the place, and it's like yes. and, they, and they're deep, deep, deep Trekkie lore jokes, and mm-hmm. that's what makes it even better. So it's like yes. if you're a true Trekkie, you're laughing because you're like, oh my, like who the hell would even know this particular reference and then if you're just watching it as a casual user it's still pretty funny and has a good balance yeah even a little bit i read about the ds9 episode just had me cracking up because of it's part and and i I was like see now that's when you understand how the mythology works like it's it's yes it's, it's brilliant um i'm watching uh not much i'm more reading than anything but um chucky I told you I'm, I'm not ashamed of that. Uh, season two is back. And that's how I've actually come into know uh, Reginald the Vampire because it, uh, Chucky is the lead in. Oh, um, okay. And Chucky is absolutely honest with what it is. what it is. I mean, it is, uh, it is a fun ride. If you are a fan of 80s uh, like type of horror culture, like in just of that franchise, Don Mancini is still on doing it. And he just knows that audience and what they want so much. You know, it's it's they've expanded. They've used everything from the movies and even, you know, kind of kind of wrapped back around to the stuff that people thought they didn't like. But, you know, he's making good use of it. Um, Jennifer Tilly is surprisingly still amazing. Like, she's just fun. <laughs> it was so fun to watch. So and they brought her sister on to it, too. And it was it was hilarious. A, a great arc between them two because i don't know this isn't spoiling anything but in see the chucky you know jennifer tilly plays the bride of chucky as as the character tiffany valentine but in see the chucky the character tiffany valentine decides that she wants to become jennifer tilly and so (laughs) she goes she kidnaps jennifer tilly and she does the day delay dumbbella and she switches the bodies but you don't know that you just think that jennifer tilly is dead and she's masquerading as jennifer tilly but they reveal in chucky that she actually put the jennifer tilly jennifer tilly into her the doll and she kept her and she had her in the basement playing because you know Jennifer Tilly is a professional poker player. <laughs> so she had the doll in the cage over the years placing bets <laughs> to keep her money going. Wow. Um, it's hilarious. A deep cut and, so and bringing it all the way in. Meg Tilly comes and she's like, trying to test her because she's like, Jen, you just stopped talking to me 20 years ago and I don't know what I did. You got to tell me what I did. That's actually pretty good. It's really yeah, funny, true. man. And, and it doesn't take itself serious. And that's what I, that's what I love about it. And it's, it's like stranger things, but the only, the villain is Chucky. They got a little group of kids that, that are fighting him and they keep finding creative ways for him to mess with them and them to mess with him and get around the adults. It's, it's, I'm just amazed. It's not great, but at the same time, it's fun. It knows what mm-hmm. it is and it does it well. See, that's so, yeah, I, Chucky. I, I recommend um, it. So I did watch Reginald the Vampire, the pilot, and mm-hmm. it actually is kind of that same vein. It's like mm-hmm. it's silly, it's silly horror. You know, they have a lot of uh what's funny is so one, Marvel uh Melvin. Uh, Mario Van Peoples' son is the is the co lead in it, 
Oh yeah, that's right. And he yeah. looks like same, the same hair, light skinned eyes, just like him, just like Melvin. Yeah, like he's yeah. So he's basically the sexy vampire. Then you got Reginald over here, pudgy Asian dude. And so he gets, you know, he becomes a vampire, and he's like, oh man, am I gonna get like you know abs and all that stuff? And they're like, uh, nah, man, you kind of just stay. For eternity, because now you can't lose weight. Exactly. And then they're then they go and there's like, yeah, plus like the other vampires, there's kind of like a click thing going on. You're kind of you're kind of too big. And then he's like, wait, am I getting fat shamed as a vampire? <laughs> so they have those type of jokes where they kind of roll with that. So it's silly, it's silly in a good way. Um, fake Genki Genki does a good job, I would definitely say. Um you're gonna stop clamoring that boy. <laughs> <laughs> I you know after playing Miles Morales, I have to say I agree with him. I, like <laughs> I said, that game, I kind of agree with him, and not it has nothing to do with nah, nah, with nah, the nah. actor. He does a great job. Great, he does a great job. Yeah, it's more about what the studio and the, and the people did to try to get the Genki character in yeah. the MCU mm-hmm. easily, easily. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I've been <laughs> yeah, like, I've been yeah, watching like, just. I've actually, you know what? I've been picking up old stuff. Like I went to, I finished, um, oh, Ash versus the Evil Dead, which was freaking hilarious and super entertaining. Um, silly the from boss top to bottom. Wants me to watch that. It is. I, I'm gonna watch that. It's super silly. It's like don't rush, but if you have nothing else to watch and just put it on, like Bruce Campbell is Bruce Campbell through the whole series, and that's what makes it of great. Course. Um, you know, it has the same schlocky, uh, like, uh, special effects and that kind of stuff. And, uh, and actually a somewhat coherent story, uh, but it's definitely served well by the, the, the supporting cast. Mm. And so it's definitely, it's one of those ones where I'm like, oh man, like, this is fun. Like, and I think they, the way it ended was because I think COVID. And so there, I don't, yeah, I don't, I think so. yeah, I don't think it's going to get another season or not, but it did have a quote unquote, uh, like a solid end of that arc. Um, and then I just been catching up on the random stuff that I hadn't watched from before. Like I actually just finished Miss Marvel recently. Completely fine YA show. Mm. Yeah, you know I, it was really solid. Did I, I was like, did I, did I call it? Yep, you did. And I would say yeah. all the touches of uh, cultural stuff were really good in, in terms of how they balanced that in. It wasn't mm-hmm. heavy handed. It wasn't like didn't feel awkward. Um, I thought they did a pretty good job overall. Could could have used a, maybe a stronger villain, but mm-hmm. other than that, casting was great. Like she did an mm-hmm. amazing job, and even. Uh, how they translated her powers from the books into the into the show was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they had their their motion graphics team working overtime <laughs> through the whole show. And then um, only thing right now. Oh, and then anime wise, I'm watching uh, Shinobi no Iti Itoki. I think it's called. It's basically mm-hmm. um, just started. I think it's like eh, maybe like five six episodes in. But basically, this kid finds out he's like next in line to be the chief of of, of, a, of a ninja village, and um, there's like you know it's, it's it's the typical anime story like oh hapless guy I'm just gonna go live my life and then hey just want to let you know there's this whole world you didn't know about and now go play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but. That's been pretty interesting and just like kind of fun to watch. Um, they, yeah, yeah I just had to uh, shatter a coworker's world. No names mentioned, but uh, he didn't like he didn't like She Hulk and he didn't like uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, this person is not melanated, and uh, I was like, you and, and I could I, I swear I was thinking it, and I didn't mean to say it, but I was like, oh, you don't like those shows because they're not about you. You know what? That's kind of unfair because <laughs> I don't like He Hulk and I'm melanated. 
I'm not even gonna watch She-Hulk. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I remember I told you this. So I'm not saying I'm saying no, the no. combination shows not being about young white males is right. the thing I that I was trying to get at. Yeah, yeah. No, I got it. I That's was, the thing. Jokingly saying that I'm not yeah. gonna watch. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm the not no, still don't watch She-Hulk. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, so it was interesting. That was in, he, of course, he 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 got he he jumped out of his skin. He was he was wilding. Uh, but it was very interesting to note the reaction that that he had at the mere suggestion that he didn't like it because it wasn't about him. How he was dare like, oh, those are trash. And I'm like, they're not trash. <laughs> like they're, he was like, nobody's watching those. I pulled up uh pulled up ratings. I was like, so nobody means that the same number of people who are watching Succession and Industry, both Emmy Award-winning television shows on HBO Max, that counts as nobody. That's the nobody <laughs> you're referring to. Why would like, you? Just, what, what kind of metric is that for you to hold yourself to? Oh, nobody's watching, so I'm not gonna watch. <laughs> what? <laughs> if nobody was watching, I would never watch The Expanse. I would never watch a lot of things because, you know what I mean? in terms of the numbers and compared to other nobody, things, that, for that real, for real, movie. nobody was watching The Expanse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so man, much so that it criminally bro. did not get nominated for any uh, Emmys not or anything like that. So you know, yo, that's crazy. Not even the the, the like technical like other. Wow, not even sound. None of that. Hey, man. Just blame Thomas Jane. Man. I bet you had a bad <laughs> What you you, Cam? You not gonna slander Thomas Jane? Because there was no way to slander the Punisher. If Josh didn't tell me to watch it, because I was like, who? Did, Thomas Jane? I'm not watching this. You gotta be <laughs> kidding me. <laughs> you know what? Um, what stopped me was sci-fi itself. Because yep. you guys know yeah, what I'm saying. It. Because that's the experience came on, and it, it was after Battlestar Galactica, so there was some goodwill. True. But at the same time, mm-hmm. everything that came in between Battlestar Galactica was just Ooh. like, oh my god, oh. what the? Yeah, this, this is your daily reminder that I watch Merlin on Sci-Fi, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Merlin was the least offensive because it was supernatural. Um, I'm talking about when it came to like some of that other stuff, especially the stuff that was set in space and all that. It was it was garbage. Except bro, I worked on I worked on promos for Battlestar Galactica, so I was like hardcore sci-fi channel stan. You couldn't tell me they could do any wrong because they were doing that. They had just started. Uh, they were the first uh, channel to syndicate Doctor Who, which is how I wound up watching Doctor Who in the first place. Um, and they had a good run around that time. And then they did that stupid rebrand where it was they changed it from sci-fi to S-Y-F-Y. Oh, oh I meant stuff before that because like even they're like uh, they, had, they had shows that just weren't good. Like like they had one that was called Helix that was terrible. There was a few oh, Helix yeah. started out good. That they Helix had. started out good. I, I will say no, this. it did not. Helix I started out from the very first episode. That show was bad. It was terrible. <laughs> it, it, I, my boy, my boy told me to watch it. I'm not gonna call names, but you know he has this thing where he watches shows that just and if he watches it, it's probably gonna end before it before you know it, it's gonna be bad, and it's gonna end before it gets anywhere. Can and I ask you like, that was one of those shows. <laughs> <Can> <laughs> it, it was absolutely one of those shows. I was like, why did you make me watch this? 
Since bad. we're talking about sci-fi, let me ask you guys a question. Did anybody watch the second season of Altered Carbon? I did. I didn't watch the first. Um, I think, yeah, I was going to say Cam did. I did not. Yep, yeah, I did. Thoughts? Um, I would say I thought Mackie actually did better than Kinnaman in terms of just the role in that really? game. Yeah, because I was surprised because, you know, Mackie. I, I enjoyed you know, Altered Carbon the first season. Yeah, I like it too, but I think I think Mackie actually like gave the character a lot more. It was it was more interesting. Um, <clears throat> I think that they could have they kept more around centered around him as opposed to him in a case looking for something, and mm-hmm. and they brought in his like love interest that he'd been trying to like whatever. So that was kind of interesting. So basically, mm-hmm. it was like it was more centered around the the main dude as opposed to him getting hired to go and the, the, the bulk of the show of the first season was him basically a detective on a case. But I want. What I need to know is, does the dude who runs the hotel that he stays in come back? Yes, in a fashion. I'm in. All right, that's fine. Nope. <laughs> in a fashion. In back. a fashion. I'm in. But I'm in. I, I I'm thought in. that they, because um, I, I like the concept of Ultra Carbon, sure. and I like the first season, and I think the second season, I think the second season is worth watching to kind of complete that story. Um, mm-hmm. There's a part, a couple parts are kind of, you know, whatever. Um, Misty Knight's in it. Um, oh, well then, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, and so they do. They do, do some definitely. I, I mean, the one thing is like I really enjoyed the world that that season one of uh, Alter Carbon like set up, and and then they, and then in two they really expand on it to kind of give you a little bit more of like what really was going on and that kind of stuff. So I think it's definitely worth checking out. Um, and I think as a whole, like I think if you haven't seen the anime they did, I think there's like a yeah there was an anime that did as well, which, which was also pretty good too. Hmm. So. Okay. Yeah, so it was, it was kind of a nice little thing, like you no know, two seasons in the anime, essentially. All right, Cam, we got marching orders. Um, I'm trying to think what else did live recently. I've been watching, and I think those are the those are yeah, pretty much it. I've been catching up on my anime because like yeah, anime. Yeah, really, just, I don't. My dance card is not as full as it used to be. Yeah, that means like D said, pick up some uh, some reading. I got two books I'm reading, so I gotta get, get on that nonfiction as well. Hmm. Yeah, I got I got some House of Dragon stuff to catch up on. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I suppose I should catch up on uh, the Silmarillion. I put it down and picked up Stephen King, but I'm still gonna get back go back to it because, yeah, like I said, I'm kind of understanding a little bit what those talking society folks are talking about with the with the Rings of Power in terms of his connection to his source his source material in canon, but. We'll see how I feel on the other end of the Silmarillion when I finish. Yeah, so the, the good thing is we got time. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, oh, yeah, we'll have we plenty got time. time. We got time. I will go through Lord of the Rings like that. Once <laughs> well, well, I, I, I say that because God of War just came out. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God of War came out, and then I do want to. I do want to cop Gotham Knights. I'm not gonna lie. I heard Ooh, that game is pretty. Uh, You'll be the only one giving a review on that game. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm happy to do it. I heard, it. I heard it's pretty good. Was that and we Josh? have two. We got two years for rings. We got two years for uh, for dragons. House of dragon. Yeah, both of wow. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a long stretch well, for we two. We necessarily have. We don't necessarily have two years. We probably got a year and some a year and some months because House of the Dragon is going to start filming in in early 2023 i think january or february they said so i would okay, give me six okay. months to shoot probably eh, that's the of the year six months to shoot another three months for post 
Mm-hmm. So that's basically, I would say they probably won't put that out until spring 2024. Nice. So about a year and some, <laughs> about a year and a half. Yeah, that we can. Um, like- yeah, we can. We can actually circle back and, and do another do another uh, round robin on what we're actually playing, um, video game wise. Since there is a bunch of stuff that's coming out in this past, and I can actually- ask questions since I don't have a console. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> been playing more PC stuff lately, so it's been kind of interesting. It's been um, like honest, PS5, they're all doing it. Two months. I've just been playing on my phone. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, that too. Like I haven't picked up the Marvel Snap, but I keep hearing about that. Um, and I'm then, looking uh, forward to the, that's fighting Fat Thor as Kratos. Oh. That's what I'm looking <laughs> forward to. Fighting Fat Thor. And I know Odin is on the game because they had his voice in the VO in the uh tra- in the um trailer. In the trailer, but they Damn. haven't showed him yet. So I'm I'm Yo, why did it sound like Josh Brolin? It's not him. It's uh, actually Richard, I forget his name, but he's um I think he was in, in West Wing or something like that. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's like he doesn't look like a Viking at all, but he's uh he's uh definitely um he definitely sounds like he's gonna kill it in terms of because you know the guy that plays Thor is um that he was he played uh I don't even know oh he was in um what's that biker show on FX he was in um oh, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. yeah, I forget his name. I know who you're talking about too. He plays the voice of Thor. He was also in The Walking Dead recently as uh, as Beta. Okay. Um, for, of the Whispers. Um, and he was also you know, Ryan Hurst. That's is, his name. Ryan Hurst. The walking, he was also walking Dead in, is uh, ending. It ain't ending. They just saying that. They're going to come with a 13th season. <laughs> oh, they got spinoff of Galore coming. But that, supposedly it's ending. On? Oh, yes. It's very much still on. Uh, I think the last episode is the next week or two. That's what they say. But then they, 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 it took three, it took literally three, three separate tranches, three tranches to end this pathetic show. I cannot, I do not understand in the life of me how something that has no story whatsoever could drag out this story the way they have. It's mind boggling. Can I ask you a question? If I was to start fresh from The Walking Dead, where would you no. have me end it? The Walking Dead? Where would they have ended? Um, what would you, if I was watching it now? <clears throat> I remember watching the first season and I just didn't watch after that. That's where I, I would have ended it. To be okay. honest, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just being honest because if they had, because here's the thing Kirkman's comic is more, it's idiosyncratic for the comic medium. I don't know for the stuff that he wrote as the as it grew that it worked as mm-hmm. well in TV. Oh, you know because it started to look like the same thing and it, it you couldn't feel the nuances because in the comic book the savior's arc was the longest and that was only about 3 books uh 3 yeah. or 4 books. The governor's arc was like two of like three four issues at yeah, that three, well, three, two, and four two and a half i want to say something like yeah, that it was small yeah all these things the whisper they took two seasons to deal with that and i wasn't even watching it just hearing it from my sister everything was stretched to the, the, the Negan thing exactly started should have only been one at most one and a half season at most one and a half Dude. 
Herschel's it started in season six, and it didn't end until season eight. Wow. Really? It started in season six and didn't end until season eight. Then the whisper mm-hmm. thing was nine, ten, and they now they're at the the um the um you remember Cam um the last thing they were at um which one the, the uh, big the big community with fifty thousand yeah, 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 yeah. um, people Commonwealth the Commonwealth yeah, Commonwealth. yeah. yeah now they're there and again you see mm-hmm. that it don't translate because what is everybody saying oh they look like the uh stormtroopers they lifted it right from the page yeah it's just hockey pad stuff that they threw together but it works better I would actually I would actually recommend the comic books because there's actually a definitive beginning, middle, and end. Absolutely. Um, and it makes sense. And it makes sense. And I think that's the thing. Like when I saw I watched the first season, I started to watch in two and I was kind of getting bored. So I kind of just went back to the comic. And then I showed up again for Negan because I knew that was gonna be dope. So I, I watched that episode because I was literally waiting for it. And mm-hmm. then I heard the governor was there, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, governor's there. I was like, wait, why why is the governor here for so long? You know what? I'm good. And, and so they now, took him away, and then he came back. And I was like, "Come on, man! This yeah. dude wasn't that badass." And then, and then, in the the thing with Negan, instead of them just having him kill Glenn, they they did kept doing these bait and switches, where they had him kill Abraham, and then he comes yeah. in and kills Glenn. And I'm like, "Come on, man! Abraham was already dead before that even happened in the comic yeah. because yeah, Abraham got killed. He got." Exactly, and they gave that to a random character nobody cared about. Yeah, that mm-hmm. death thing was a random character nobody cared about. I yeah. highly recommend reading the book if books are for no other reason than the characters that get off, you feel it more. Like you, 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 you don't see it coming. It's all you. It's always almost always sudden, and you. I feel like you get. A, quicker emotional attachment that gets broken just as fast yeah with the characters who die and there's a certain irony in in when rick dies in the comic you feel it because of the circumstances of what's happening and everything that came before he had just achieved a, a great victory via and only one person had to die versus a whole sleuth of people and mm-hmm. it looked like everything was starting to turn and then out of nowhere some little asshole kills him and it's his son that finds him and it's not even that he kills him in a you know shootout rick is literally in his bed about to get up and the kid comes and shoots him in the chest and so that in and of itself it shows you the difference in the writing in the approach to it. That's why I said Fear the Walking Dead was closer to how I think Kirkman wanted or intended the original mm-hmm. show. And I'm only talking about the first three seasons. After that, yep. that show completely be, dips into just, it literally takes a dive into a shit pool. And then no, <laughs> and it never comes up. And there's a third uh, spinoff now? Is that that's what's happening? Or it, it there's there's two more. There's the world beyond. Yep. There's this anthology where it's got these random celebrities playing in the world and with wow. like Parker Posey, Terry Crews, um, Olivia Wilde. Like it's like you want to know what happens to Terry Crews in the zombie apocalypse, you know. What I, I, I know I want to see that. <laughs> I'm <know>. cool. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody's over it. They just they just don't. There's this contingent of, of morons out there 
that believe that that stuff is still good and compelling TV. Like, you know, for, for five after, after season two, for seven to eight seasons, yes. the, the walking dead was nothing but group attack, group attack our protagonists, our protagonists get vengeance, get sweet vengeance. Boom, 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 boom. That's it. There was nothing to that. Hit retribution, hit back retribution, hit back. That's it. That's the Walking Dead. That's so. That, I tell you where it started to die when they hit Herschel's farm. That was when that show was officially like yeah, they stayed on the farm. Made that into a spectacle. They, they, they stayed on, on Herschel's farm. farm. They stayed on Herschel's farm. It's funny. They stayed on Herschel's farm probably longer than they stayed at the prison. And when they stayed yeah. at the prison in the books, they were there for a long time. Yeah, I would say that too. They were there for I, like a couple was, years. They were, they were there for like a year or two in the books, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like, and, yeah, that's a solid also, two years. For 10 seasons, it didn't snow on that show. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden. Wait, what did you say? I said for 10 seasons, we saw no other type of weather on that show besides bright, sunny days and occasional rain. And all of a sudden, in season 10, they got a whiteout just to show zombies walking through the snow. Oh, man. That's the type of writing that they engaged in on The Walking Dead after those, you know, two seasons. And if if I'm not mistaken, within the first, I want to say, eight to ten issues of the comic, it snowed at least twice. Yeah, because they were they they marked the snow as a way of knowing where they were in the calendar year. Yeah, and that was right, and, and especially when they went east to DC. Yes, mm-hmm. they've been in DC since season five, and I swear to God, I've never seen <laughs> not one nor'easter or nothing. Tell them why you mad, D. Tell them why you mad. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, there, there no more umbrellas. You got me on this Walking Dead shit. Like, <laughs> you got, you got two you more got episodes. They should combine it to one night and be done Yo. with it. <laughs> you got triggered. Yeah, no. Well, isn't there going to be a uh, isn't there going to be a Daryl and Carol show also? Wasn't that That's speculated? What saying, but whoever watches yeah. that, you know they brain fried. They ain't got no one. They here's got here's the funny thing. They announced it. Here's the funny bit. They announced it, and the actress that plays Carol was like, I know. I never yeah. agreed to that. Yeah, <laughs> she probably like, man, I'm really, I was hoping they killed Carol off like two, three seasons ago. Carol remember, is a survivor. I remember when um, when they killed off um, uh, who plays Michael Burnham? I'm blanking on my girl's name. Oh, oh Sonequa. Sonequa. Yeah, Sonequa. I remember when they killed off her character, and I was like, man, she had to be running around in circles like, man, I'm out of this <laughs> I don't have to be dirty all the time. I, I can actually be on the show. That's I actually think she'd already good. scored Star Trek, so she yeah, was like, I'm out. She scored Star Kill Trek. Me. Yeah. Uh, That's the hilarious. chick that played more, uh, oh, the same, same chick. the actress that played uh, Maggie is the same way. She 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 tried to get out, but they poured her back in like the Godfather <laughs> 3. Uh, everybody yeah, else she, had her, she had her own show for a hot second and it didn't last for more two than seconds. One season. Yeah, yeah. another buddy yeah. cop show. The Nigeria, she's like, Man, I'm out, I'm in Wakanda if you need me. <laughs> she's like, Man, I'm in Wakanda, she about to write her own text. <laughs> 
Yeah, and she's gonna have her own show on Disney Plus, all kinds of stuff. Dude, on the low, she's done a ton of indie work in between seasons. Theater, too. She's a great theater actress. Yeah, Yeah. but it's smart, though. I met her, so I met her before she got The Walking Dead Mm -hmm. at a a off Broadway joint that she was doing with someone I was dating. Yeah, she's amazing. Brilliant actress. Brilliant, Brilliant actress from day one. Yeah. She is amazing. That's why I was happy when, because they were starting to do the same thing with Michonne's character, taking her all the way to somewhere where that wasn't what she was doing in the comic book and all this stuff. And, you know, I was just like, I'm like, man, she's way too talented to be on this riffraff. Supposedly she got a a off show too. They all do. They They all do. do. They all take a bath and then they go and, and look great. What else said? I mean, AMC don't got much left these days. Um, yeah, maybe interview with the vampire. Maybe. Oh yeah, there you go. That's on um, my list. I'm gonna check that out. Well, you know what? I'm gonna check we'll, it out too. Yeah, we'll do another. We'll, you know, we'll do another one in a month to see where everyone's uh, watching, just kind of see it, and we'll chime in on uh, interview with the vampire and some of the other shows that kind of came out because we're, we're yeah we're bringing up on that fall winter season where it's just gonna be lull, so we can start catching up on random stuff. I'm gonna catch up on Atlanta too. I, I know it's yeah, the last yeah. season. I gotta finish that. Yeah, I just finished it tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, because oh, okay. I'm I'm quite sad that Atlanta is going away. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they'd been able to do more, and I kind of wish that Donald Glover wasn't as pretentious in the end with it because I thought it was really fun the way it started, but then mm-hmm. it started to go towards the more very very high concept, surreal, almost avant garde. Um, um, storytelling, and um, I appreciate mm. that, I love it, but it wasn't what I kind of expected for these characters in this story. But mm. he's he's great at it, so I mean, I won't have no complaints in the end, yeah, definitely dope. All right, fellas, well, everybody, thanks for rocking with us, listening to what we're uh, watching right now. We'll try back in, uh, for, for this type of topic, um, a little bit later, so it's just so you can see what we're uh we're watching and um for all the folks coming up we got black panther that's gonna be super interesting so this is uh blurred lines and we'll see you guys later